What's going on, guys? Welcome to Real Money Talk. Today, we've got a very special episode for you. We are super excited. I've got uh, I've got my son, uh, Tony Kernut. We've got Bentley here uh, that is going to be with us. We're going to be talking and discussing with them. Both of them have graduated high school this year. They're getting ready to go off into another stage of life. And we're just going to discuss with them um, what, what this stage kind of is, what their expectations of life is kind of, um, you, you know, just ask them basic questions of, you know, what, what is it to move on to the next level of life from where they're at today? And, um, and so we're super excited. And, uh, so let's get started on real men talk. Welcome to Real Men Talk, discussing the tough issues facing men and their families every day. Here are your hosts. All right, guys, what's going on? All right, so um, so let's introduce everybody first. Of course, we got Kyler with us. What's up, Kyler? Hey, guys, what's up? All right, so we got my boy, Tony Kernut. What's going on, Tony? Hey, guys. And we got Bentley. Hey, yo. Bentley, I, I don't know why your last name left me. I'm sorry. What, what is it? Bridgewater. Bridgewater, that's right. Bailey Bridgewater. All right. All right. So, uh, yeah, you know, I'm old, you know, so. Believe me, I don't know. <laughs> Listen to it. Listen to it. Yeah. I'm 18. I can remember everything. And so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that is not. That is not true. No. No, but. But so we're going to have a lot of fun this episode and uh, and I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope that our listeners can get a lot from it. So basically, I just want to read both of you guys uh, graduated this year. Um, Bentley, you graduated from Westwood Baptist Academy, right? Yes, sir. Tony graduated from Papa Bluff High Schools. And so, and both of you are going different places. Tony, you're going to James River um, Academy, right? James River College. Is that what they call it? Leadership College. Yeah, Leadership College up in Springfield. Bentley, you are, you're working, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, so it, which is which is perfectly fine. That's that's awesome. That's awesome, and so it, it's cool because we have two completely different perspectives, and that's that's exactly what I wanted, and uh, and so it's cool because you with the 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 stages that you guys are going into, the decisions that you guys are going to be making is it, it it's huge. You know, both of you I I feel like are solid Christians. Um, I see the way you, you guys act. Of course, Bentley, you're over. You're always over here. I see you around the boys all the time, so I get to spend some time with you. You know, and so I I, I see this side, you, you know, the 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 biblical side of of, of the, or the spiritual side of, of both of you guys. So it's it's exciting to see where God has brought you guys, um, and and going into the next stage of life. Kind of give us a just a quick rundown of like what your plans are, the immediate plans that, that way the, the listeners kind of know. Tony, go ahead. So I just graduated high school and then I am going to, um, James River college, which is like a, a small ministry college. So it's basically like a branch off of evangel university in Springfield. Um, Missouri. where, yeah, it's Springfield, Missouri. That's right. Oh, and, <laughs> and, um, then I, there I will do worship leadership which is um just a practicum that goes but gender is only a two-year thing so that's where that's where i am for for sure the next two years awesome awesome bentley uh yeah so for me uh the college scene really isn't like my main goal right now what i want to do is go into conservation Mm -hmm. so work with mdc missouri department of conservation and um basically right now it's all about getting my foot in the door and getting my name out there and trying to 
take hold of every opportunity I have. So right now I'm working like construction, which um, I've taken two years. I went to the Technical Career Center in Popper Bluff uh, High School. Uh, and for that, I learned construction, how to build houses and stuff. And I'm util utilizing that right now to earn an income, which I enjoyed as well. But my ultimate goal is to work alongside animals and wildlife and being outdoors because that's what I'm passionate about. But if that road takes me to college, I'm, I will fully embrace that. Of course, after much praying and time, taking time to see what God wants for me. But my main goal is conservation. Right now, I'm just trying to get my foot in the door, get my name out there. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's kind of cool because uh, Kyler and I, we we also have completely different backgrounds. So Kyler, I didn't go to college. Mm -mm. Uh, I dropped out of community college, to be real honest with you. I'm just, just laying it out there. Um, I drive a dump truck for a living, you know, of course, a ministry and different things like that. And so, and then Kyler... Go ahead, Kyler. I have my master's degree in educational administration. So we, I did evangel. So I went to there for pre-med, started out pre-med. Then the Lord quickly changed that to education. So then I got my master's. And so I did the college route. I liked it. I liked my time in evangel. It was good. Good time. Yeah. And I cared nothing about school. Nothing. I didn't care about high school. I sure enough didn't care about college. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just being honest. Trying to go out the back door and I was trying to close the door so I could learn. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, like I, I yeah. Anyways, we, we won't, we won't discuss all that. We've all got a pass and we'll leave that there. <laughs> and so, um, but you, you know, so it's, it's kind of cool because you guys have, have different backgrounds too, you know, and, um, and the Lord has really blessed me. The Lord has really blessed Kyler, you know, and so it just kind of goes to show that you don't necessarily have to have college in order to, but if the Lord calls you to college, you know, then that's, that's what you need to do. And so, you know, if, if you're a young person, listen to this, this, this is going to be a really good episode for you guys, you know, especially if you're younger than, than graduating, you know, and kind of see, you know, a full perspective. So spiritually, okay. So I, like I said, I, I really believe that both of you guys are spiritually sound going into the next chapter of life. How do you feel that your, your time in youth group, uh, your spiritual background, um, all that stuff is going to affect your worldview going on, going on from here. Bentley, we'll start with you this time. Um, so basically like, so with like going through youth and stuff, going through that, like the time where, you know, it's focused more on young people and focused on us in that, in a certain time frame in our lives, because now it's completely different. Now, like I have so many more different obstacles like going at me. And so in that time, it was really focusing on, you know, maybe the path God had for me mm -hmm. and to find what passions and desires I have. And what like Zach has really said to us recently is like what our heart is breaking for. Mm -hmm. That's usually where God is calling you. And so for me, like, like the importance of youth for me was just kind of figuring out where God wants me to go. Mm -hmm. And so like. I kind of forgot the question, but like you're right on. You're good. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's kind of like what youth was for me. It got to where I was trying to be closer to the Lord and figure out what he wants for my life. Right now, right now it's more than ever. That's where I'm at. Mm -hmm. But again, like youth was for a specific time and I think it served its purpose well, and it can serve its purpose well, if you want more from God and want what God wants Right. Just what you How do you feel that that has that that background has helped you to advance from here spiritually? Oh yeah, I I think like if I tried to do it without any of that, I wouldn't be where I'm at. 
I wouldn't be sitting here. I wouldn't be talking to you guys. I wouldn't be, I probably wouldn't even have the courage to think about the, like the amount of people that would listen to me mm -hmm. saying this. Right. So like, if I wasn't set in a position where I could hear God this way, where I could hear him, because, you know, if, if I didn't have used, I no telling where I would be mm -hmm. because like, it's just, it's had such an impact of, like with my friends, my, who I let influence me, how I learned to deal with things, how I learned to, you know, allow God and everything that I do, just like all of that, like is gone. My relationship with God has grown so much in the time that I've been in youth that if you were to take the time in youth out and just like try to get through it without that, I like, I would not even be sitting here. Right. Awesome. Awesome. Tony. Um, so just for the listeners, I think you should restate the question. Okay. So <laughs> how, how do you think that? <laughs> how has your background prepared you for the next chapter in your life? Yes. Okay. So I think that, um, first off being in our youth group specifically, I mean, I'm not saying that there's no other good youth groups, but I think our youth pastor, Zach did a fantastic job okay. and, um, and at preparing, at preparing us, not only preparing us, but helping us find our own faith. Um, he, he had a lot of focus on on pushing us to find our own faith and not to um, let it like branch off of anybody else or not to um, know, only know something based off of what somebody said, but to truly know it because you, mm -hmm. you've sought it out kind of thing. So um, having all that, having this like deep rooted faith in, that, it, that has been brought from the youth group and having this... Um, knowledge of when I don't know something, it's okay not to know something and I can go find out and I have people to call back to, to find out. And, um, that ultimately that no matter what there's grace and that I can always come to God for it. Um, and then like having all that moving forward gives me comfortability in like, and honestly just having faith in God. So like a lot of the time, like I get asked, like, how are you like, how are you not just, how are you okay with leaving to go to college stuff? It's like, well, I'm really not, but like, I feel like this was a calling from God. And so because of that, like, I feel like I can trust God for it. Like it'll, it'll, it'll take care of itself. It'll be how he wants it to be because I know, and I feel like that's only because of like the upbringing that I've had and the experiences that I've had and that, in the, um, just the teaching that like Zach has put on us just to like go through what we go through and God's got it. And like, he has reasoning for it. And it's like, that's what we're, that's, that's what we're here for is to ex go through and live it out and like build our own testimony, our old life, our own. Yeah. That kind of thing. Excellent. Nice. So Tony, I got a question. Okay. You're, you're new to worship. I will say like what, two years ago, you really started like diving into it. Yeah. Three years ago, I picked up a guitar for the first time and I think. It's, it was probably, yeah. Okay, roughly. walk me through that process. What prompted you? Because, I mean, you're now going to James River Leadership College, okay? Right. So, I mean, it's all worship. Yeah. So, what prompted you? What's that background behind that? So, whenever I started, so, okay, so three years ago, COVID shut down is when I, my uncle had given me a guitar for watching some of his puppies, like, that, because that was the payment. <laughs> I know that's kind of silly, but. Sounds good to me. Yeah, that was, that was the payment. And so, um. I got that guitar because I mean I did want the guitar. It was his. Uh, it was really old, but I mean it worked. And so I got the guitar and I was like playing it. You know, 
whatever. I wanted to be the next Ed Sheeran, not the next worship pastor. But uh, like as I was playing it, just playing, you know, whatever I could write that was easy. Ed Sheeran, I like it. Yeah, whatever I thought was easy. And um, I don't know, I guess just how much I stuck to it. I mean, I remember like getting my first blister on my finger from the guitar. Like, I guess just because I kept sticking to it, it just stuck. And the next thing I know, I was, you know, learning how to sing in my shower. And then, <laughs> then I was like, I was like, you know what? They ask people to join the youth worship team. And, um, I know how to play guitar. I, I, I really like the group of people that's up there. And I, I think, I think it'd be pretty cool. So I was like, talk to them or whatever. And they're like, you should just come try it. And so I went and tried out and I was like, this is what I do know. And I know it's not a lot, but I'd really like to. And they go, don't worry about it. We got you, man. And so I hopped on that. Some tracks are full. And yeah, right. And like, and so like I got into that and it was crazy because like just a few months before I tried out for the youth worship team, I had got asked to open up a service, like just go up there and be like, hey guys, this is our youth group. Mm-hmm. We're so glad you're here, blah, blah, blah. And I got up there and I cried. Not not because the Holy Spirit, because I was just so scared to be up there in front of everybody. I was terrified. I was, oh yeah. And we only had like, there's probably like 60, 70 people there. I mean, which is a good amount, but like, right. it's not like I was open up a Sunday morning service. Like it was, I don't, yeah, I have no clue, but I, I cried. Yeah. And then, you know, get up there and I start playing guitar or whatever. I'm just in the background. And then one day they're like, do any of you guys want to sing? And I was like, I think it'd be cool. So I, so it's I was like in my shower. Yeah. So <laughs> like, I was like, maybe it'll work. I mean, people tell me it's not that bad. So I, <laughs> I picked out a song and I put in the lowest key I could possibly sing in. Um, and it was absolutely embarrassingly low. I literally sing it like four keys higher now. I mean, it is wild to think about it. It was nothing else. And I sung it like the key of, I don't know, it was probably F and I sing it in A now. Like it was, or C now. No, oh, it was so, it was so low. It was absolutely oh, crazy. Absolutely crazy. But, um, Good so yeah, changed. then, yeah. For, <laughs> so then, um, I just kept pursuing that and I was really like, like embracing that. I really, really, really enjoy it. And so then um, I was talking to Zach, our youth pastor, a whole lot about it. And he's like, he's like, I think that you should go try to play for the Sunday morning. Or wait, maybe I'm getting ahead of myself. At some point, whether I think it was either right after this, right after I went and uh, started playing for the Sunday morning um, worship team or right before at a church camp. I really think it was right before, but it was one of the two. At a church camp, I was there and I that's when I felt called to do worship. Um, I didn't necessarily know how, like, I didn't know if I was supposed to be like this, like worship pastor or if I was supposed to be, you know, I don't even, I don't even know. So art, like, I have no clue what that entire, I just like, I, it was like a, like so a thought that was in Dakota Carnes. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and like, it was just like, I thought that was placed in my head. And I could like see myself in front of a crowd of people. And I was like, oh, I guess there goes the love song spirit. <laughs> so <laughs> don't worry. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. The, in the pocket. Um, but, uh. Yeah, so then I um, I just, I kept pursuing it. And then before you know it, it was, um, hey, you want to come play at a church camp? Hey, would you lead this church camp? You know, mm-hmm. opportunities started falling out. Anytime I doubted it, there was always something that was like, hey, here you go. Yep, it was like, hey, don't, like, it's still there. Don't worry. Just because you haven't heard in a minute, like, it's still there. So, yeah, I feel like that's how it came up. Nice. I was just thinking, me and Lacey were actually thinking about that the day we were like, where do you even come from? Like he just started one day, here's a guitar. Now he was playing piano the other day. And then I was like, geez, like he just came out of nowhere and now he's here. Yeah. But that's how God works. When he opens up a door, he opens it up and you can either go walk through it quickly or you can walk through it slowly. And he's, he's going to let you choose. Definitely. So, yeah. And I'm a little partial, but you know, I mean, like it was, it was really cool from 
the outside looking in, watching it. You know what I mean? Like he just he just picked up this guitar. He's like, I want to play this guitar. I'm like, yeah, okay. You know, and there's been many things. He's like, I want to do just like any kid. You know, right. being young, I want I want to do this, and he'll do it for a week, and then he's like, yeah, no, nah, I'm bored with it. And I really thought that's the way this guitar was going to be. And then it just like it, he just exploded. I was like, "Holy smokes! This is this is crazy!" I you know, and I begin to to analyze. I'm like, "This is this is a talent for." And I told him, I said, "This is a talent from God. Like, mm-hmm. you don't just pick up something like that and just be able to play." He, right. You know, now he's playing for you know multiple you know praise and worship bands, getting invited to different places. You know, all this you know, that's crazy. Spent half your summer doing yeah, kids camps. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. all right, Bentley. Your turn. You ready? Oh, I'm ready. This is a deep, deep question. I like it. I like deep questions. So bring it back in there. All right. No matter what avenue the Lord calls you in, he can use it for ministry. Oh, yeah. Okay. You mentioned MDC and that how you, how, that's how you want to, you know, that's how you, you feel like that's your calling. Okay. How do you think the Lord's calling you into that ministry? How do you want to use it? So, uh, you know, I actually talked about this recently, and uh, it's something I didn't really think about it until it was brought up to me. Mm-hmm. But, um, man, like, I I feel like I'm very blessed in a way that I have a lot of people that look up to me that I don't even know about. Mm-hmm. Like, the only way I found find out that there's, like, people look that look up to me is through other people. Right. And so, like, it was something for a while that I never even had thought of. Like, you know, they always say, you'll have good character be a good example but like i i feel like for me it was kind of just like yeah you know and like i never did anything to please other people right it was all just like conviction personal conviction and stuff and so working in construction i am around rough people like all the time i'm around rough customers and it's it's hard because you know a big thing is like you're the side of the five most people you spend i'm most tired of it and so, like, at one point, I had to consider the people I'm working with and how I'm letting them influence me. And I'm like, I got to thinking, and I've thought about it a lot since starting work and stuff. Like, well, if I'm just, if I, like, I don't even have to shove it down their throat because I think that's wrong. I don't think there's, I, I, I'm not going to go to somebody and shove my beliefs, my, right. you know, my love for God down their throats. Right. So, and it's hard to in construction because none of them want it, really. Mm. They don't. So for me, like I've got a guy I work with right now. I love him dearly. Like he's an awesome person, um, but he's not a big church guy. Like, I was talking to him today mm-hmm. and he was like, I, you know, just not in that scene or whatever. And I'm like, and I'm just talking to him. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to shove it down his throat, but I'm always here. Right. And so like with him, big thing I think about is just like, how am I going to influence it? How, and I told him today, like my big thing is showing people that I'm different, have a, like a joy that's supernatural yeah like i like that is my big thing just being an example of christ you know yes. in the workplace right because there are people like in construction fields and stuff that they don't get to see a lot of it because they don't you know their lives they can go their entire lives without hardly seeing anything about yes. god mm. like it's, yes. it's hard to admit but it it's possible i'm not saying that they do but and but me going out there being like that light and we just came through the kids fest at church where it was like shine of jesus light and mm-hmm. it's funny a lot of us laugh about it but it's serious right, it's right. true like and that's me going out there you know shining the light that god has given us mm-hmm. you know and has given me and i think that that's where that uh you know that's how i feel like god's calling me out there mm-hmm. 
in the you know construction field at the moment right and hopefully in conservation unless he changes it because he can change it whenever he wants right right absolutely man that's awesome um and that all this is exciting you guys are doing a fantastic job and so what we're going to do is we're going to take a little break and when we come back we're going to continue this this discussion we're right back after this this portion of the real men talk is brought to you by rl persons construction for over 29 years they have been a regional leader completing projects that include private municipal state and federal agencies of all types from mass grading utilities concrete of all types to buildings both conventional and pre-engineered steel you can expect excellence in all aspects of their finished work contact them today at 573 686 1323 and let them know you appreciate them bringing you real men talk if you want to join in the conversation join us on thursday nights at 6 30 p.m we gather with other like-minded christian brothers to discuss hard-hitting topics that affect men on a daily basis and use a biblical approach to overcome common strongholds that affect our families we show men the importance of being the spiritual leader of their home and what it means to be a real man in the eyes of Christ. Join us at the Palace of Praise, located at 1400 Herschel Best Boulevard in Poplar Bluff, Missouri. We meet in room 400 every Thursday. Come be a part of the discussion. Well, son, I'm sorry to hear you didn't get the promotion. Would ice cream help? Ice cream? Oh, come on, Dad. I've been working 80-hour weeks. I've wanted that job more than anything. Thought for sure I'd get it. Let me give you some advice. Son, do you remember your great-great-great-grandfather? Uh, I don't think I ever met the man. Neither did I, but he was a man with hopes and dreams, too. Do you know what he dreamt of more than anything? No. Me neither, but do you know how much money he made? No, how much? I don't have any idea. Um, is this going anywhere? Son, only the things we do for God are important. In the light of eternity, everything else is either forgotten or turns to dust. Are your priorities straight? No, I don't think so. Come on, let's get some ice cream. Thanks, Dad. I really appreciate it, but I'm going to go home and buy my son some ice cream. Now you got the idea. Another message from Lifeline Productions, located on the web at lifelinepro.com. This portion of Real Men Talk is brought to you by The Jewelers Bench. They are a full-service jewelry store offering many styles of gold, silver, diamonds, and gemstones. And all jewelry repair is done in-house so you can get your treasured pieces back as soon as possible. They are also a licensed citizen watch dealer. Make sure to visit them today at 1353 North Westwood or call 573-686-1522. Call or stop in and thank them for bringing you Real Men Talk. If you have a question about this week's show, please drop us an email to realmen at palaceofpraise.com. We would love to hear from you. And now back to the show with Anthony and Kyler. All right, guys, welcome back. And so, um, so you know, again, we're, we're here with uh, Tony and Bentley, and, and uh, we're kind of uh, discussing the next stages in life, the, the, going through 
before we get to before we get to that, I, I just I, I want to kind of strike up a conversation of you, you know Bentley. I I I find myself really uh, relating to you because that's this is exactly where I was in in high school. You know, I graduated high school. I had no no intent on on um, uh, going to college. I had no intent. You know, you, you've got you know obviously you're much further along than I am because you you know the the whole the whole conservation and stuff like that. I had no plans at all. But I remember, I remember a calling that God had on my life, and I could never really figure it out. Right? I remember this calling, and it was just for people, mm. right? Like I just had this burden for people. I didn't know what it meant. You know, I was, I, I don't ever really feel like I've ever been called to be like a pastor. Um, I, I was, I couldn't sing. I still can't sing to to save my life. I can't carry a tune in a bucket. I can't, you, you know, and that. Whatever he didn't get it from him. It, yeah, no, he didn't get it from. He got it from his mom. His mom could sing, but um, they. Uh, <laughs> I ain't have, I've never heard it. She, she won't sing. She refuses. Hey, she refuses, but she can sing. But reminder. Uh, but you know, I remember this calling on my life, and I was like, Lord, I, like I don't, I really know what this is, but whatever you want, you know. And so you fast forward twenty years later, you know, twenty twenty one years later, and here I am. I'm doing this this podcast for these men. You know what I mean, and so I I, I say that because I, I want I want, really want to give you a word of encouragement that don't don't look down on yourself because you, you're not you, you know you're not going to go to these big fancy colleges you don't have the, like this the you, you know other than the conservation which is an awesome awesome thing but you know you're not you doing worship or a pastor or anything like that that those those callings that that you have in your life are extremely valuable mm-hmm. you know. And don't ever, don't ever let anybody tell you otherwise, because you never know where God's going to take you. You know, good grief! I spent nine years being a children's pastor, but on on staff as as on the church. You know, I've I've done many many different things, and um, all from a calling that I felt like God was just put on my life just for people. Mm-hmm. You know, and so, man, I, I, I it's crazy that you say that because I think that's something that I've battled with a little bit, mm-hmm. and especially more recently now that my friends are going to college. Right. You know, and I have quite a few of them that, you know, Tony, worship pastor, you know, Malachi, he's going to become a pastor. Right. And like, I see all that. And I like recently in the past a year or so, I've grown a strong love for the Lord and for people. And um, like you said, you have a, you had a burden for people. And I feel like I'm the same way. Like, I've never really said this to anyone, but like, I, I do, I see, like, I have things that happen to me, experiences I have that I want to share with other people, but I'm just waiting for the Lord to give me that opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I've had so many people recently, especially recently, be like, you know, oh man, you'd be a good youth pastor. Oh, you'd be a good pastor. And I just tell them, I'm like, listen, I'm not felt that calling. Right. I said, I might be good at it, but that's not do what I the Lord's words called to you. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, you know, that's like my big thing because I want to do more. I want mm-hmm. to get involved more because I love the Lord. I love studying about the Lord and stuff. And I have so many things I want to share with people, but I know there's a time for it and mm-hmm. God will have that time. So I am not, I've not felt the calling. Right. And I could feel the calling in the future. Like God, God does what God wants. Right. Right. Yeah. So like at the moment it doesn't, but like that deep desire has caused me to like, battle with like the want to do that right something like that but i know that's not for me right now right and it, and it may not be for the for the moment you know i remember um you know when dusty and i first um just after we got married you know we were serving 
And uh, I was like, you know, Lord, just give me a place to serve. Just get you. Just put me in anywhere. I don't. I don't. I don't care. Just put me in coach. You, you know, it's got a kind of thing uh, mentality that I had. You know, so they, there was just a, there was a need for a junior children's pastor position, right? You know, you're talking like ages five to or four to six years old. And uh, I was like, okay, just put me in there, you know, and we, we rocked it out and we moved to the next church. You know, we were, you know, we were running good grief, 30, 40 kids, um, going into the, to the, when we moved to the palace of praise and, um, and then they're like, Hey, there's, there's this need for a children's pastor. You know, it's just volunteer position. I'm like, yeah, put me in. I don't, I don't care. You know, well then that led to being, becoming a full-time, um, children's pastor, you know, on staff at the church. And I, you know, I preached at revivals. We went to camps. We did it, you know, all because there was just a calling on my life just for people, right? There was just a need that needed to be filled. And I just let the Lord direct me. And so I, I tell you all this because you never know. He's, he's amusing. God's amusing. He's got a sense of humor, you, you know? And so, so make sure you leave that open because you have no idea where that's going to lead you to, mm-hmm. you know, and the things that he's got me doing today are I would have never guessed it, especially for a community college dropout. I would have never guessed in a million years that he would ever have me doing things like, well, I've not, I've not said on the podcast yet, so I'm not going to say it yet, but you know, just, just the things that he's got me doing. And I'm going, what, what in the world, you know, but it, it, and it's all got all from a calling that I just had for a burden for people. Yes. You know? And so. We have to remember that the Lord needs, God needs workers in every field. Mm-hmm. Every, not everybody's called to college. I mean, my wife, she went to college for four years, never ended up with a degree, never at all. That wasn't her calling. That's not what she was supposed to do. She did it because that's what she thought the next steps was. And that wasn't her steps. That wasn't her story. Everybody has a different story and God's molding your testimony. He's molding your calling. And that's what you need to focus on. Not what your friends are doing, not what everybody else is doing. It's what, what is the Lord have for me in the future? What does he have in store for me? What do I need to do? Because we find, we talked about this in the last podcast, our fulfillment is in the Lord and we will always be filled if we allow him to fill our cups. And we have to make sure that we are f- walking in his footsteps, walking in his paths, which both of you sound like you're doing that already. You've, you've taken time, you've prayed, you've meditated over it. You've had a great background. You've, you've been raised up strong, okay? Right. In the, what you're doing. But just remember that no matter what you do, you're in the mission field. That's right. Every single time. No matter, no matter what you do, every time that you wake up, you sit by your door, you're in the mission field, whether that's at college, whether that's in the woods, no matter where that's at, that's what the Lord has called you to. Yep. Another word of wisdom I would really like to point out, and, and I think this is going to be a little more difficult for Tony than it is Bentley, because Bentley, you're staying here. This is familiar. You have friends here, you know what I mean, to where, you know, Tony's kind of going off. But you, Bentley, you had mentioned this three times. I, I and I was like, man, that's that's really wise. I don't even think he realized he realizes how wise that that is. But it, you you were talking about the people that you surround yourself with, right? I, I see that I see the meme today um, that said, surround yourself with people who will fight for you when you're not in the room, right? Yeah. And that the same goes for a spiritual strength. Right, there's strength in numbers. You, you hear that all the time. Spiritually, it's the same thing, you know. And so, what what is your plans? And this this is going to be tough, okay? What is your plans to in the world that we live in today, okay? When you have everything fighting against you, you can't walk out the door without without sexuality slapping you in the face. You can't you, you know you can't turn on the TV. You can't go anywhere. You can't do anything. 
And so what is your plan, strategic plan, to keep your worldview founded in biblical principles? Tony, we'll start with you this time. Um, I think uh, just keeping uh, like a one, an open mind about things, but two, like knowing where I stand and being like confident where I stand. So like earlier when I was talking about um, Zach really pushing, like having your own faith and owning your own faith Mm -hmm. and not having other people's like with that, there comes this know what you know and know why you know it kind of thing. And so that, that helps with strength. But then there's also like you were talking about like the people that you're around. Well, keeping people around me that are like-minded helps me not to question those things that helps me not to like struggle and i know those people that are like well you have to um like you have to witness to people also like you have to be a light of other people's lives too that aren't and i like i i understand that and i completely agree with it it's biblical but i think that sometimes people don't understand that like you like it is so important that you don't make that your main time or your main influences other people that aren't like-minded because of the just ill influence that it is over your life and what it can do. And most people will be like, well, it's not, it's not affecting me. Like it, it might affect you, but it's not affecting me. That's not, it's just not true. Right. It, it is affecting you. You just can't see it yet. And it hasn't shown up yet or hasn't shown up in the way that you thought it would show up. It's still there. It's still there. And yeah. it's going to like, there's nothing you can do about it. So keeping people around me that are, um, that are like-minded and then also constantly diving into new things. So like, with me going to college, I was talking to you about this earlier, but like with me going to college and meeting all these people and this church is a different denomination. And I mean, not really hugely, it's pretty close to our denomination, but like, um, they're a different de- denomination and it's a college. So you're, they're pulling people in from everywhere that are probably different denominations too. Mm-hmm. And also the thing, and not that the denominations truly always matter in a big sense, but like people have different beliefs. So then if like, then you have to question your own beliefs and then you have to question, okay, which one of this is right? Right. Which one do I believe is right? And so just like being open-minded, like I said earlier, but also um, being willing to find it out yourself. Like like being willing to dig it out. Like, okay, I actually don't know. So I'm going to go find out. Like I'm going to go figure out. I'm going to go open my Bible. I'm going to go. And then having people to reach back to. I, I think it's, a, I, anytime somebody asks me, I press this big is having people to talk to. Mm-hmm. Like always, always, always having like older influences and adults um, and even for adults. I mean, Craig Rochelle has people that he goes to. There's Mm -hmm. nobody that doesn't have somebody higher up that they go to. Like you have to, you have to have somebody to go to. And I don't think people see the importance of that because I think that people think that if they have to go to quote unquote therapy, if they have to go talk to somebody, then there's something wrong with them. And that's just not always the case. And that's like, I I cannot press it enough. You hear this new thing about um, Christian therapists coming up or whatever. And some people think, oh, that's just cringy. That's just stupid. Like that's just weird. Why? what's the point you have God no it's because you need people to talk to I right. I think it's great like the, these Christian therapists that I think it's a fantastic idea I, I think it should grow bigger and I think it should keep going because I think that people do not understand the importance of having people to go to yeah. having multiple people not just one person because you want multiple point of views you want mm-hmm. um, more accessibility to the people I mean mm-hmm. I it's something big that I, I have to do to push but yeah I think all those things is how I will um keep my keep my worldview and like make sure that it stays molding in the way that it has to be and right. going forward yeah absolutely Billy um, so uh, yeah I agree with pretty much everything Tony said like I've talked to Tony a lot about this recently 
especially like me and Tony, we've been piggybacking off one another, our situations and, you know, what we've learned and stuff. So I think like everything he said, I agree with. But something that I think is very important and I've started to learn more and more is positioning. Mm-hmm. So, and by positioning, I don't literally mean where you put like position your body, but I mean mentally mm-hmm. and physically. So mentally, what you consume, what you position yourself to hear, to allow, to call it enter your mind, whether you realize it or not, has a huge impact down the road. Yes. Yes. Because the more you consume something negative, whether it might be little, but if you have that little bit over a long period of time, you'll grow to like that negativity without realizing it. Yes. So like for me, I don't have any social media. Like that's a big thing. Like for me, like I struggle with it. I I just didn't like the negativity and stuff. I just I realized it was a lot of it was senseless that like like I don't I don't worry about people's lives. Like why do I want to? Like there's a certain level of that that I do. Right. But at the same time, like if I see somebody post a selfie, like why am I gonna sit here and be like, Why are you doing that? Like It's true. That was right. negative and I was consuming that. I didn't like that. Uh-huh. I wanted to change it, so I got rid of all that. And like, there's so much more negative Like you can dive into that on the whole topic. But for me, yeah. like I just forego that. And that's a position I put myself in to eliminate that negativity and eliminate that negative worldview. Mm-hmm. And another thing too is like church. Like the importance of going to church yes. is like positionally, I mean, it's like the biggest thing you can do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whether you're super involved or not, whether you know a bunch of people or not, when you go to church more and more, God reveals himself to you more and more. Mm-hmm. And it could be a little bit or it could be a lot or it could be a gradual, you know, incline or it could just be a like, boom, right there. But right. positioning myself to, like in church and stuff and, you know, trying to get in church as much as I can, that helps me keep my worldview, what I believe. And then like Tony said, I don't think this can be stressed enough is having your own faith and going and studying out yourself. Right. Yes. Like, cause you can listen to your pastor and believe everything he says, or you can listen to your pastor and go affirm everything he says. Right. So like positionally, like it's, it, it, it can all be boiled down to where you position yourself you need to put position yourself in a, you know, a positive light in God or a negative light in the world. So like, that's big for me. Like when you said that instantly, I just thought of position. Right. That's good. Yes. I mean, both of you, I mean, you both hit it right on the nail. I mean, don't need to talk about relationships. You, you, you can't be unequally yoked with the community around you. You can't, you are who you surround yourself with and having mentors and people who, I mean, I have people who I talk to daily. Um, some from Springfield, some from here that we feed into each other all the time, but that's the sense of community because you need that backbone. You need those people that you can talk to. And making sure that you, you're, you're right. We don't have to go to church to see God, but when we go to church, we come with that expectation to meet God. Yes. And that's, that's the part that we have to make sure that we do consistently. Like you said, Bentley, when we go to church, that expectation is always there. When we get, when we get on social media, when we get, you know, into our jobs, we don't expect to see God there. We expect to do our job and we expect to go home. And that's, that's not what we need to do. And so when we add that, that element of church during the week, that expectation of meeting is always there. And I, I mean, you both are way beyond my ears half the time. Yeah. Half the time you say. Yeah, I'd have to agree. I like, I'm, I'm extremely impressed with the wisdom that's coming out of you guys. I wish, I wish I would have been there 
whenever I was 18, mm-hmm. you know, um, I, I was, I was nowhere even close to where you guys are when it comes to wisdom and, and spirituality and stuff like that at 18. And, um, and so kudos to you guys, but you know, another thing that I want to, to point out, um, just, just to piggyback off what you guys had said, you know, one, you know, absolutely about the church, Bitly. Absolutely. You know, and the thing that people don't understand is it's not, you know, and, and I don't want to take this really negatively. Okay. I don't want this to come across negative because I, that's not the way I mean it. There's not many times that I show up to church. I get like just this, this big revelation, right. Right. You know, it, you, you know, that, that I'm, I, I'm not, you know, oftentimes I, I hear affirmations, right. So, so that I've studied that I come back and pastor just happen to be speaking on it. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, you know, that's awesome. For me, it's the family, right? It's the it's the brotherhood. It's the being able to have like minded people that I can rely on. That can that can not only not only can I turn to when I'm when I'm in a hard time, but will kick me in the tail when I when I'm not in the right. You know, hey, that that was not you did not handle that correctly. You did you know, and it's not afraid to come to me lovingly, correct me, and make me stronger. Right. You know, and that's 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 the whole you hear all the flipping time. Well, you don't have to go to church to be saved. Well, that's true. You don't have to go to church to say church doesn't save you. Right. Jesus saves you. But that church helps build you right in a way that nothing else can. You know, you can only hear you only get so much from so many on online, you, you know, pastors and this, so many uh, online sermons, you know, it's, you can only get so much for those you, right. before you, you, you know, along with all the other negativity that you're getting. But when you go there and there's a family and that family, not only, you know, feeds into you and stuff, but it also keeps you accountable. Right. You know, and when they say church can't save you, it can save you. I mean, not in the sense that, because when, when you go to church and there it's, it's not the fact of, you know, you professing your faith to God can save you, but, church can be the difference between heaven and hell for some people. Yes, it can be because yeah. when you're not being fed into properly all the time, that temptation, the devil feeding into you can get you there. So while it's not going to save you, it can in the, in the end save you. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to save your soul, but it can keep you, it can keep you there. Right. And, um, you know, and for many people, many people have been saved inside of a church, you know what I mean? Many, 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 many people. And so, I mean, again, I'm not trying to take away from the importance of church. That's not what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to say, you know, well, I I guess I'm trying to emphasize the importance of church, just different than what the world sees it. Right. Right. Yes. And, and so, um, and then another thing that I would, I would just like to really impart upon you guys, you know, and Tony, you kind of hit on this. Um, I, I tell my guys all the time. In, in the men's group, every single person, every, especially if you're a man, every single man needs a Paul and they need a Timothy, right? They need a Paul that is pouring into their life consistently. Somebody you turn to, somebody that you can rely on, somebody that will kick you in the pants whenever you're not doing right, that will that's not afraid to correct you, that will love you, that you can turn to, that you can grow from, that you can ask questions that you can't ask everybody else. And then every single person should have a Timothy they should have somebody in their life that they are pouring into constantly, you you know, and those, both of those positions will change over time. You know, like right for you guys growing up, it was Zach. Zach was your guys' Paul. He poured into you guys. He, he, you know, when you guys had questions, you guys could go to him or all those different things that that position will change over time. Eventually it won't be Zach anymore. 
eventually, you know, for, for me, for, for a long time, it's been Josh reasons, mm-hmm. you know, uh, there's, there's been a cut, you know, pastor, you know, and Randy, you know, they've all been Paul's in my lives. Some of them more, um, more in, in seasons, you, you know, one will be more effective than, than the others. You, you know what I mean? And that's, that's the way it is. And the Timothy's in my life that I have constantly changes, right? You know, for a while it was, you, you know, Tony, it was you and you know, Malachi and, you know, the rest of the kids, you know, and stuff like that. And as you're going off, you're not going to be my Timothy anymore. I've done my part. You're going to go off, you know, so that position has changed. You know, there have been men that have come into my life that God has, has put in my life that are Timothy's, you know, that I've been able to pour into, that I've been able to just, just feed into. I was their Paul. They come to me for questions. They come to, you know, and so, but what that does is one, it keeps you growing. Paul keeps you growing, keeps you growing in the right direction. Timothy keeps you accountable, mm-hmm. right? Because if you're going to feed into him and you want to do it right, you have to be in the right position, right? Mentally, spiritually, physically, to be able to help that person and to be be able to guide them along, yes. right? So that's that's just my my two cents there. Right, I like it. So on a lighter note, what are you excited for next? Like, what's the what makes you excited for moving to Springfield to to continuing maybe going into MDC, whatever. What makes you excited for that? I don't care who goes first. I'll go. I'll go. Mm-hmm. Okay. So in, so I'm going to this James River college and I am studying worship leadership and I'm growing in that spot. And so like we were talking about earlier, like three years ago, I picked up a guitar for the first time. Like two years ago, I started singing, uh, like a year ago, I started playing with the piano and I can't even tell you when I learned how to sing harmony. Like I don't like it just, it just started happening. Like yeah. I was just, it just, like all these things that just started happening, but I was never taught how to do any of them. Like it was all stealth. So like, I can't even tell you that I'm doing it right. Like I just doing what I know. It's like a big thing is I'm, I'm really excited to learn how to do all this stuff and like to really, to really know how to do it and then apply it and like put it into its thing. So like yeah. I got asked to um like lead that camp this summer. Mm-hmm. And so it was a youth camp. And so they were all like, roughly my age and younger but like still like the junior high high school age or whatever and like i've always looked at those people and like man i like that would be awesome to be up there eventually and then when i got there i was like what am i doing here <laughs> like, how do i get here how do i get out of this happen? You asked me like this. yeah exactly so it was like that kind of thing but then like and i did it and the whole time it it was like well now I really got to rely on God because I don't know that I can do it yet. Right. And so like it was that for the whole time, but like to go and learn, like at this place, I will be learning how to do that and how the Bible says I should do that and how like, so like not to say necessarily that I did it wrong before, which I'm sure there was things that I did wrong, but like to learn, okay, what did I do wrong? And like, what should I do next time? And what should I, like all these different kinds of things of just like truly going. Cause it's like what we were just talking about, about going to people like, these are like this is where I'm going to learn how to really do it and like how do they do it in the Bible I mean what did you know what did all these people that were leading worship before do what should we do what still needs to be applied all that kind of stuff and really how to um, just direct it like that's that's really what I'm excited about like I just want I want to know how and why for everything because everything that I've done so far like I've had people look up to in, in all this stuff like um, John and you Kyler and like like people that are already doing it yeah. but it it's never been in the opportunity where it's about to be where instead of just me watching other people do it and me like seeing them do it, mm-hmm. I'm like their sole purpose and their sole mission is to teach me 
how to yep. do it in the best ability in the best of my ability. And so I think that's what I'm most excited for. Yep. And the best part about James River is they teach you how to serve first and then they teach yes. you to lead. They are very much servant leadership there. Mm-hmm. So that's, you're going to get a fantastic, I don't even know. You're, it's just going to be awesome for you. That's all I can say. Yep. Ben, what about you? Excited. Uh, so yeah, I was thinking, I was like, man, Tony stole my answer. <laughs> like, to be honest. Should have went first. I gave you an option. But then I got to thinking, I'm like, our situations are completely different. Mm-hmm. So he was going to answer one way and I'm going to answer it another way. Like, completely mm-hmm. different. Like, And I was thinking about it. I was like, man, you know, he's basically, he's excited to learn. I've been excited to learn. Like, <laughs> I was talking to somebody today and I was like, I just got out of school, but I kind of want to go back. Is it because now it's like. Good time. Good time. <laughs> yeah, that I didn't. I didn't like meet. I used to be over there, like. I've never felt that in my life, <laughs> ever. <laughs> no, I'm just go, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, you get. But I kind of like with the conservation and all of that. I am excited to learn about more deeply about that and God's world, God's creation, mm-hmm. because I mean, I have I enjoy looking up facts about trees. Like it's it's weird. I what kind of trees over there? But like I'm excited to learn in the sense of I I want to learn about God's mm-hmm. nature, the things God has created. Like that excites me. Like that really does. Like I've recently I've been just wanting to learn and experience and just try new things and learn new things and just try to learn as much as I can. Yeah. And I feel like you know my deepest part is conservation and stuff like that and animals and nature and what God has created. So like, that's where my excitement is at right now. Is that excitement, excitement to learn, to, you know, learn more about God and mm-hmm. his creation yeah. because it's beautiful whenever, like, cause our world wasn't intended for sin. Yeah. Right. Like our world was perfect before sin entered. Mm-hmm. And so like a part of what we have was met for perfection mm-hmm. so like learning about that learning how like the human body was designed and stuff like how god you know intended for it it's just yep. it's really it's just it's breathtaking to me yeah and it's cool that's awesome yes so, thought about it that has i like how you said you're you're excited to learn about god's nature because you're you're right he created it perfectly and that's something that nature has never changed was god's perfect nature humans i mean we, we change it all the time but when you are in what God has created, without it being tainted, without it being spoiled or anything, when you're there, you get to see the true heart of God, the true simplicity of God. And I like that. I like yes, that. yes, yes, yes. So as we're as we're wrapping this up, uh, as we're going to uh, to land this plane, I if there is somebody listening, okay, that is let's say they're you know 15, 16, 17 years old, they're getting ready to go into the junior senior year of high school or they're getting ready you know um they're going to be making plans for their future right they're in that position you know junior seniors stuff like that what looking back what kind of wisdom could you impart upon a person you know a a young man that is that is getting ready to make decisions you know because it's cool because they get to see two, two different perspectives right and and you guys have got a lot of wisdom what kind of wisdom would you impart on them? Just. I'll go for this this time. Okay. Um, man, 
it, it's amazing how much God reveals to you when you consider him in everything, mm-hmm. every little decision, like thing, like for me, it's like a lot of times I find myself, God, what direction do you want me to take through time? <laughs> like I've, I've done that before. And it sounds weird. Like it really does. Like a lot of people would listen to that and be like, he's not going like, to give you an answer right there. But it's oftentimes the answer comes in the form of feeling. Mm-hmm. And like, I can't tell you, like I've had two or three incidents where it's like, it's like, God, oh, show me where to go. And I've gone a different way. And God's kept me from something that could have happened. Like I, I can't, like I've had like two, two incidents. I know of for sure that I've gone somewhat like a different direction and there has been an accident in the direction I wanted to go. Right. And so like, I've can like I've been trying to I don't I'm not perfect at it. I struggle with it like I catch myself I'm like man you need to start thinking of God and you mm-hmm. so like for them right now and they may may do it and like think it doesn't have an effect but if they consider God at every step that they take I mean literally every step that they take mm-hmm. it's amazing how much He can reveal Himself and when you're struggling to figure out what you want to do what you feel like God's calling you to do when you start considering Him and everything. Like for me, it was just being in nature and stuff and then considering God in nature and all of that. And then it was like, it was like, was like wow, like th- that's all I can describe it as. And right. it's just for me considering God and where I was at, what I was doing. And so like, man, just honestly, just consider God at everything that you do and he'll reveal himself to you. He'll show you what he wants for you. That's good. That's good. Man, that's good. It's good, Tony. Um, so I think probably two things. One, um, if you're still, if you're still in high school and you're still wrapping things up, uh, like I, something I see a whole lot is like, I have no problems with like sports or anything like that. I, I played sports all through high school and all that, but those things that are, that are just temporary, like have the best time with them. But so often those things come in the way of church and of important things that, they're they're put at a priority that's way too high mm-hmm. and that's and that's something that like now that i'm out of high school and i look back and i like see and i'm like that like man that i didn't always have the biggest struggle for it i mean i'm not saying that i didn't I've, i did of course sometimes i remember my entire first year of youth group where i was terrified to go and i used soccer as an excuse the entire time uh, like i don't think i went hardly at all um but i was terrified i was so scared to go to youth group but uh <laughs> now i don't want to leave but um don't don't put those as as such a high priority like and i hear these people and it's like oh but you don't understand i've played in my whole life like i have to okay but next year you're gonna play it because you graduate after this or you could play it after next year probably not if you are kudos to you i mean keep going but it's not like this that's not life for death mm-hmm. and like you can still keep playing like me like i don't want to stop playing sports but i'm in high school and i'm not going anywhere major so i'll play recreational and i'll play in the intramural leagues of college and i'll and I still go to the gym to stay fit and everything like those things weren't those things aren't so so high priority as some people make them out to be so I just want to encourage you that like keep that in mind and then another thing is have faith God will get you through it so like for me I I thought I was supposed to go to college but I just thought it was supposed to be at the community college here um, because I didn't know what I wanted to do and I didn't know if I needed to go to college but I'm I'm pretty, I mean, I don't want to like say I'm smart or anything, but like I'm, I'm pretty good with the numbers and like I could figure things out. I mean, I was in some advanced classes or whatever. So I was like, 
if I could get, I know that you don't have to have a degree to make money, but if I can get a high degree because I know that I can get through it, I mean, and I can make a lot of money, why would I not? Like I, like I have this gift, I might as well use it. Mm. And so like, that was a big thing. And I was like, oh my gosh, where am I going to college? Where am I going to go to college? And I did not know for the longest time. And then, but like I'd pray about it, pray about it. And then one day, and I didn't even think about this until way after it happened. One day I was serving, I was working at a restaurant here in Papa Bluff and I was serving and this huge family came in and it was a party that I had and they asked to pray with me. And I was like, like, this doesn't happen. Like if you're a server, you know, you did like, this doesn't happen. I was so caught off guard. Obviously I was like, sure. But I mean, I could feel my face get red and I was like, we're busy. Like I was, part of me wanted to be like, yeah, part of me wanted to be like, like I'm busy. Like, no, I got to go. And this was awkward as all get out. And these people were kind of, they were kind of weird. I mean, they're really funny and lively and everything, but I was like, I'm kind of scared right now. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> but because I was like, I didn't know what else to say. I was like, yeah, I'm about to graduate high school and I still don't know where I want to go to college. Like, that's just what I said. That's all I could think about. They prayed for me and I'm pretty sure that was like two weeks before I went toward the college that I ended up, that God ended up telling me this is where I need to go. Mm-hmm. And I can't, I mean, I can't help but think that that was definitely supposed to happen. You know what I'm saying? So like, just praying that and then like people are always like, like I said earlier, like how do you have faith to go to college? I, I, I don't, and I don't know what I want to do after like going into worship leadership. I'm probably not gonna make a whole lot of money. And I know that, but gonna be broke. Right. Gonna be broke. <laughs> but, um, like I'm going into that. What am I going to do after? I have not a clue where Jim's River is only two years. Are you going to evangel after? I have not a clue. What degree would you get? I don't know. All I know is that God wants me to go here. And so I'm taking that step. And I've learned that so much going into it, is that sometimes it's just a step at a time. It's just like taking that step. So like, that scared me forever. I mean, I remember like really freaking out sometimes, which I don't know why I freaked out. I mean, I still had so much time, but I would really freak out because I had no clue and I just wanted to know so bad. Just take a step when you see a step. Pray about it, continue to pray about it, and it'll happen. If you if you truly if you truly give it to God and let it go his way, it, it'll happen. It'll come. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think those are the two biggest things that I've given to people. Absolutely. And that that resonates even through life. You know, Kyler can attest to this. Yes. It, you know, um, you know, but there are oftentimes God's like, Hey, I want you to do this. And you're like, but what's after that? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about what's next. I want you to do this, but what's after that? Don't worry about it. Take this step. But I don't want to take this step because I don't know what's on the other side of that step. You know, and sometimes you just gotta, you just gotta take it. It's kind of, this is, this is a lot older than you guys. This is my age, but yeah. Kyler may remember the, the, uh, the old Indiana Jones movie. Okay. I do, but just everybody remember, he's way older than me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I remember, I remember like all Right. Yeah. He was my dude. Uh, <laughs> no, but the, the one where he was going to get the, the, uh, the cup, remember when he had to go through all those steps or whatever. And there was that, the, the leap of faith and he stepped out across there and like, it was like smoke and mirrors or whatever. You just couldn't see the path. You didn't know, it, but it, he had to step out of the path to get the, you know, and that's the way God directs life sometimes. Hey, I want you to go here. Oftentimes we want God to use, or maybe not everybody else, but me, I want God to use flashing billboards, you know, that right. I cannot miss Loud at all. voices. Yes. 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 Like, Anthony, I want you to do this. I would love that, you know, but the, I just don't. <laughs> if you could just send me a text message from God. Right. Thank you. <laughs> That'd be perfect. You know, but where's the faith in that? It's true. You, you, where's the faith in that? And so, you know, many times, some of the, some of my greatest achievements 
have been because God said, do this. And I'm like, okay, I have no idea what's next. Mm -hmm. Here we go. You know, if there's one thing you can remember in your next steps, and it's something that I wish I would have known a long time ago was just simple obedience. Yes. And I was put in my place on Sunday, this, this Sunday about simple obedience. And it's something that I've been, that my mentors have been telling me for many years, but it's still hard even when, cause God's going to take you out of your comfort zone, no matter what. And when he takes you into the unknown, that's usually when we grow the most. That's right. Greg Rochelle said, let yourself go. Yes. Greg Rochelle said, you cannot have comfort and growth at the same time. Mm-hmm. I wish we could. That'd right. Nice. That would be nice. Sit on my cushy couch. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. All right. So we're, we're going to wrap this up. So, uh, listeners, if you, you know, I hope you enjoyed today. If you enjoyed it, please share it. Uh, if you have young people that are getting ready to take that next, maybe, maybe you have a senior this year, or maybe you have a young person that is getting ready to go into college, um, you know, share it with them. Um, share, you, you know, the more it shares, the more the algorithm throws it out there, you know, all that good jazz, you know, give us, give us a high rating. You know, if you're not going to give us four rating, just ignore it. Don't worry about it. And uh, no, I'm just trying. <laughs> you know, but um, but know that God loves you and he is for you. He wants to see you succeed. He's got plans for your life. And uh, and we love you. If you've got any questions, please email us realmen at palaceofprace.com. Of course, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, please, you know, reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Before we say the prayer, we have just launched a brand new website. You guys have got to go check out Real Men at, um, what is it, Kyler? Real Men Ministries. Dot US. Dot US. Uh, it's a brand new. We just launched it, what, last week? Yeah. Um, and so, you know, go go check it out. Let us know what you think and, uh, and all that good stuff. And as always, I want to enter a prayer. Holy Spirit, guide us to be leaders of our homes, of our communities, and of our churches. And teach us to be godly, courageous men. In Jesus' name, amen. You've been listening to Real Men Talk, brought to you by Palace of Praise Church in Poplar Bluff, Missouri. If you would like to get in touch with us, shoot us an email, realmen at palaceofpraise.com or visit our website at palaceofpraise.com. If you're a man age 16 and up and would like to be a part of the conversation, join us at the Palace of Praise every Thursday night at 6.30 p.m. If you don't have a home church, consider joining us for worship on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. and 6 p.m. Palace of Praise is located at 1400 Herschel Best Boulevard in Poplar Bluff, Missouri. New episodes of Real Men Talk drop every Thursday at 5 p.m. You can find us at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor.fm, Amazon, and more. Real Men Talk is a production of Palace Media Service. Real Men Talk has been brought to you this week by RLP Construction in Poplar Bluff, Missouri. For commercial contracting of all types, see RLP Construction today. And by the Jewelers Bench in Poplar Bluff. They are your one-stop shop for all your fine jewelry needs. They also do in-house repair and are your citizen watch dealer. Make sure to thank our sponsors for bringing you Real Men Talk.
If you want to join in the conversation, join us on Thursday nights at 6.30 p.m. We gather with other like-minded Christian brothers to discuss hard-hitting topics that affect men on a daily basis and use a biblical approach to overcome common strongholds that affect our families. We show men the importance of being the spiritual leader of their home and what it means to be a real man in the eyes of Christ. Join us at the Palace of Praise, located at 1400 Herschel Best Boulevard in Poplar Bluff, Missouri. We meet in room 400 every Thursday. Come be a part of the discussion.